This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. Hello, Kyle. Happy Wednesday. Here we go. Three, two, one. You're listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Liberty Hardy, and I'm little in the middle, but I've got much backlist. This is episode 35, and today I'm going to talk about a few great titles related to the week's new releases and more. So hello, happy Friday. Uh, I don't know what it's doing today while you're listening to this, but right now it's Wednesday. I'm in Maine and it's 78 degrees out. Uh, The world is coming to an end. At least we have books. Uh, Before I get started telling you about some great books, I want to remind you that Book Riot is giving away $500 worth of Penguin Clothbound Classics. Like all those amazing little classic editions that are like brightly colored with the repeating patterns on the covers. Those are what we're talking about. $500 worth. Like immediately your Instagram looks a hundred times better. You can show them off to all the book lovers. It's incredible. There's a Dickens, there's a George Eliot, there's Mary Shelley, there's a Tolstoy. There, it's $500 worth. And it's open until March 13th. Uh, you can enter up until March 13th as many times as you want. You go to Instagram.com slash Book Riot to enter. There's a little like highlight stuck to the top of our account. Uh, enter there. $500. It's amazing. Uh, I want to see them. If you win, please send me a picture. Um, so moving on to other books that are not classics. Uh, this week, All the Names They Used for God by Anjali Sachdeva came out, and I did not get to it in time. I know we mentioned it in, like, an ad recently for, like, upcoming short story collections, and I was like, I need to get to that. I did not get to it in time for its release day on Tuesday. However, I read it last night, and my face just melted off. Uh, just like that guy in Raiders of the Lost Ark, my face came off. And I'm completely fine with that, because this book is amazing. Just amazing. I'm going to talk about it 14,000 times, you know, over the next few months. I'm going to talk about it on Tuesday again, because I just can't get over how good it was. Um, And so it got me thinking about some of my other favorite uh, short story collections. I always feel like I'm like, oh, I don't really read a lot of short stories, but it turns out that I do. And I have. Uh, my, some of my favorite short story authors are Shirley Jackson, George Saunders, who I talk about all the time, and Flannery O'Connor. I think Flannery O'Connor is, like, the best short story writer that there ever was. Um, and if you've never read her, you should rectify that immediately. And also go online and watch the video of her teaching a chicken to walk backwards uh, She when she was five years old. There is an actual video of it from 1932. It's incredible. And so... But I want to speak a l- at length a little bit more about some other short story collections that I love. Um, I And I realized as I'm looking at this that I have embarrassed myself in front of at least five people on this list. I am just the queen of awkward author encounters. Uh, but moving on, uh, my first book is The Bloody Chamber and Other Stories by Angela Carter. They're actually like, they're all going to be and other stories or and stories, so I'm not even going to bother saying that. Um, so this one, The Bloody Chamber, this is a classic. It's like 77 years old now. It was so contemporary and cutting edge for its time. 
she influenced Kelly Link, Neil Gaiman, Audrey Niffenegger, David Mitchell, so many of today's writers who are now like influencing the younger generations. Um, she she is really well known, uh, and these are like dark versions of well known fairy tales. Um, and like again, it's the Bloody Chamber by Angela Carter. Uh, and if you like dark fairy tales, uh, there's a great collection of contemporary dark fairy tales uh, called Red Spikes by Margot Lanigan. Um, really, really great stuff. Creepy and fun. And another book I love is Falling in Love with Hominids by Nalo Hopkinson. She wrote Brown Girl in the Ring and a bunch of other great books. Um, this is her story collection. They're quite sci-fi leaning. Um, there's fire-breathing chickens and some mall ghosts, that, as in ghosts that hang out at the mall. Um, fantastic. And if you want to go the very dark and horrifying route, there's Knock'em Stiff by Donald Ray Pollock. I love his writing. These are hard to take. Like, if you really, really like super depressing, dark and gritty like, horrifying, unredeemable characters, um, this is the collection for you. I, I, I love him. If you think, like, Harry Cruz or Daniel Woodrell, like, if those are the, your guys, then Knock'em Stiff is for you. Uh, another, one of my favorite authors that I think I've talked about a million times on here, um, is Kevin Brockmeyer. I just love him so much, and his story collection, Things That Fall From the Sky, is fantastic. He was actually one of Anjali Sachdeva's teachers, so you can see the influence there. Like when you read all the names they use for God, she talks about him in the acknowledgments. And I was like, oh, of course, it makes perfect sense. But Things That Fall From the Sky is a gorgeous collection. Um, it also includes one of the best short stories I've ever read called The Ceiling. It won the O. Henry Prize, and it's about people going about their daily lives as the sky starts to get closer and closer and closer to the ground. Like the ceiling is literally falling, like pushing down on the people. It's incredible. And another one of our, or I should say, America's greatest treasures, uh, Lori Moore. Uh, she has an amazing short story collection. She has a few. Um, but Birds of America is just so stunning and wise. She's so great. She actually had a book of essays that came out on Tuesday that I didn't get a chance to talk about. She's fantastic, so you should check her out. Um, and more contemporary, uh, Delicate Edible Birds, speaking of birds, uh, by Lauren Groff. This is Lauren Groff's first book. And a lot of the characters in these stories go through some sort of life transformation. Um, it's fantastic. She has a new story collection coming out in July called Florida that will blow your mind. So look forward to that. Uh, there's Fortune Smiles by Adam Johnson, which won the National Book Award in 2015. There's only six stories in this collection, but I think they're pretty close to perfect. Uh, especially, I especially loved the one called Nirvana, uh, which I think is the first story. And speaking of perfect... There's Thunderstruck by Elizabeth McCracken. I know that I've talked about her a million times. I love her so, so much. Um, her stories in this collection. This was like her first story collection after like 20 years. Um, so fantastic. Her stories are all like mostly normal. They're all like almost normal. But then there's always like a little bit of a weird chaser. Like kind of like a little shot of, you know, strange or heartache. They're just, so they're a little brutal sometimes. They're just, she's so fantastic. There's also Sorry, Please, Thank You by Charles Yu, uh, who is actually one of the writers on Westworld, which is coming back on in like two months. Can't wait. Um, this is his story collection. 
It's it's a little more sci-fi and strange. He's very Kurt Vonnegut, so if you like Kurt Vonnegut, you should definitely read Charles Yu. Um, I think my favorite story in this one was about a company that outsources grief, which I enjoyed quite a bit. Um, there's North American Lake Monsters by Nathan Ballingrude, which won the Shirley Jackson Award. Also a little strange and wonderful. I know you guys can't believe I'm talking about strange things, because um, I never do that. There's also All Aunt Hagar's Children by Edward P. Jones, who wrote my favorite book. Like, when pressed, I will say this is my favorite book. The Known World won the Pulitzer. Great book. Um, this is his second story collection. In his first one was called Lost in the City. And like Lost in the City, All Aunt Hagar's Children is also set in D.C. and about the people that live there. Uh, it's great. And there's also The Three Button Trick by Nicola Barker, which these stories are equally humorous and sad. When I worked at the bookstore, this was like our go-to short story pick. If someone was like, I want a really good short story collection, we would hand them this one because it's not super well known, but it's really fantastic. Um, and so, yeah. And for today's uh, dealer's choice, I know I talked the other day about how I really, really, really wanted to read The Prince and the Dressmaker by Jen Wang. Well, I read The Prince and the Dressmaker, and it is so good. So good. It's like a young adult graphic novel, perfect for every age. First, I was surprised when I went to pick it up. It's huge. It's like really, really big. It's like 300 pages long. I was expecting like this little thin like trade graphic novel, you know, and it's so great. It takes place in Paris at the turn of the 20th century. It's about a prince who likes to wear fancy dresses and he does so in secret. He dresses up as a lady and goes out at night in these dresses. He hires a dressmaker who becomes his best friend and, and is only one of two people who knows his secret. And she makes these incredible outfits for him. But it brings him all this attention as the lady. And they want to meet with the dressmaker. But she can't be seen with that him as the lady. Because then people will know like his secret. And so it's like about how it's hurting their, their friendship. And it's about acceptance. And it's about you know, father-son relationships. And the artwork is astounding. It's so bright and colorful. Um, we talked about Bingo Love on the podcast th this week. And it's, like, bright and colorful like that. Like, just love, 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 love this book. So that's uh, that's my dealer's choice. And that's it for this week. I'm almost out of breath. I got super excited talking about short stories. <laughs> but that's it for this week. You can find a list of all the books that I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com slash all the books. If you're a fan of all the books and you want to give us a treat, you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other book lovers to find us. Don't forget, go to Instagram.com slash Book Riot if you want to enter to win $500 worth of Penguin Clothbound Classics. And if you want to talk about books or see pictures of my books or my cats, Steinbeck and Malay, you can catch me on Twitter at Miss Liberty, on Litzy under Liberty, and on Instagram at Franzen Comes Alive. I'll be back on Tuesday with Rebecca Shinsky and all the books to talk to you about the week's great new releases. So have a great weekend, kittens, and happy reading. <laughs>